you need parts, O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, the place that you want to be to buy your bulls in 2020. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, grain markets are affected by a bombing in Iraq. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy skies with 30% chance of flurries. Wind northwest 30 becoming light this afternoon. A high minus 6. Wind becoming southeast 20 tonight. Temperatures steady near minus 8. Wind chill near minus 17. Tomorrow increasing cloudiness. Wind southeast 20. The high plus 3. Wind chill minus 14 in the morning. 60% chance of evening rain showers or flurries and windy. The low minus 6. Sunday sunny with a high minus 2. The low minus 11. Monday, increasing cloudiness and windy, the high minus 5, the low minus 16. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high minus 5, 30% chance of evening flurries. Tuesday, the low minus 14. Wednesday, cloudy, 30% chance of flurries, the high minus 11, the low minus 18. Thursday, sunny, the high near minus 14. Normal high, minus 11 for this date, the normal low, minus 23. The sun rose at 8.59 this morning. It sets at 5.07 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot, Hudson Bay, at minus 2. The cold spot, Stony Rapids, minus 21. Estevan is minus 6. Saskatoon, minus 5. Swift Current, minus 9. Weyburn and Yorkton, both minus 5. Regina, cloudy, also minus 5. That's 23 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west at 17. Giving a wind chill right now of minus 10. Humidity is 84%, the prominent rising 101.7. Cloudy and Moose Jaw minus 4, winds are from the west at 19, gusting to 27. Once again, Regina, cloudy, minus 5, that's 23 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougalauction.com. And JGL Commodities, proudly serving Saskatchewan farm families for over 40 years. Looking to sell your grain? Call JGL Commodities today, 306-642-2378. Grain markets are reacting to the U.S. bombing of a senior Iranian official in Iraq yesterday. Commodity Futures Advisor with PI Financial in Regina, Adam Pacallo, says the event is pulling grain markets downward. Well, Jim, today in particular, it's, uh, it's been a quiet week relatively with New Year's Day on Wednesday being a holiday for the Canadian and U.S. markets. However, it's, uh, it is never a dull moment. So overnight, the U.S. killed uh, one of Iran's most powerful generals, in a Baghdad airstrike. So that's sending a little bit of a, a ripple effect throughout the markets here. 
Gold futures are increasing $25, sitting at about $15.50. Oil is up about $2.25, uh, above $63 now. And uh, overall, that is as well bringing down the grain markets here today, with uh, most notably actually soybeans lower by about $0.18 cents here today. So it's uh, obviously not the right foot to start off on the, the new year here, but this is where often I do find day events like this may not have a, a long-term lasting effect. However, obviously nobody will know going forward with this adding to maybe a little bit more of global tensions in the world. So what's the outlook for next week then? Well, what I'm going to be doing is, is watching a few of these grain markets here. Next Friday, again on the 10th, there is going to be a USDA report, which um, again is, is always possibly a bit of a wild card. Uh, however, I am going to be watching as well to this canola market. It's actually holding up fairly well today. It was positive on the day when beans were actually lower, about 18 cents. So um, I am actually looking at adding in some hedges here for new crop clients on both canola and even using Chicago wheat here. So overall, I think there are some opportunities for clients given this volatility. Uh, however, you know, it's always keeping an eye and having that risk management side of things in the background. Adam Pacallo is a Commodity Futures Advisor with PI Financial in Regina. Environment Canada expects very mild temperatures this weekend will give way to cooler weather next week. Environment Canada Senior Climatologist David Phillips says Southern Saskatchewan temperatures in de December saw a turnaround and were about 2 degrees above normal. Fewer days where the temperature fell below minus 20, I think there were 8 of them compared to about 12, which is you normally would see. Precipitation was down, but it was really the fact that it seemed to be that the balmy, just not in the beginning of December, but really from the, the third week on, um, we saw conditions that uh, were, were, much, um, uh, were much less uh, brutal, much less Arctic, more Pacific, uh, because that's where the airstreams seemed to dominate. They came from the Pacific. And, and it, it sort of continues into the new year. Uh, we have seen some, some very uh, warm temperatures. Uh, I mean, typically in southern Saskatchewan at this time of the year, you get a high of about minus 11 and a low of about minus 23. I mean, that, that would be normal if, uh, temperatures uh, uh, for the beginning of January. And on Saturday, we see temperatures in parts of southern Saskatchewan will get up above the freezing mark. So you'll, you can clearly say that you're, you're into your January thaw. I mean, temperatures that could be a dozen or more degrees warmer than normal. Maybe not a record for Regina. You'd have to get to five degrees. That would break a record that was established back in 1898. Still pretty impressive when we're talking about a high of about three degrees or four degrees, and that would be in the shade. You get the sun out and you could add a few more degrees. So clearly um, we're, we're into this kind of a warm uh, uh, spell, and that's likely to continue till about midweek of next week. And then we see temperatures cool off, but not, not brutally cold, it will cool off to something which would be seasonable for, say, Wednesday, Thursday, where highs be about minus 11, minus 12, and as I say, that would be about uh, normal. Now, later on, we see um, the polar vortex, that dreaded kind of cold air from Siberia, from the high Arctic, is, is going to make its way uh, through um, uh, eastern Arctic and into the prairies. But, you know, we don't see it being something that was have the staying power that we saw last year. 
Phillips expects the winter, spring, and summer to be about normal to warmer than normal for southern Saskatchewan. Hello folks, Bill Creech here with Hill 70 Quantock Ranch Barn Burning Bull Sale. We're at Lloydminster, Alberta, and this is our 50th annual bull sale. It's February 1, 2020, right at the ranch. We'll sell 400 bulls, red and black Angus, horned and polled Herefords, Charlays, red and black Sim Angus bulls, and Gelbvay balancers. 75% of these bulls are two-year-olds. They're held over. They're not leftovers, plus bred and open commercial females. We'll see you at our 50th annual bull sale. Remember to call us, 800-665-SALE. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999. A Saskatchewan cattle market analyst says prices should remain relatively strong in 2020. Ann Wasco with Gateway Livestock says there's good demand for beef across North America and the world market. I think generally speaking, uh, really on all classes of cattle, it's going to go back to uh, uh, demand, which was super strong and solid for us in 2019. And of course, uh, ultimately, feed prices have a lot to do with feeder cattle or calf prices as we go through the year. And so, of course, Mother Nature, we don't know what she's going to throw at us, but those are two, um, the two biggest factors. But at this point in time, from a demand perspective, it was, it was a great year, so no reason to expect... Uh, that not to continue at least through the first half of the year. Pull out your crystal ball. What's going to happen to feeder cattle prices? What's the outlook? Well, again, I think a pretty similar range to last year um, in terms of actual price ranges. I, I don't see a whole bunch of difference. Very seasonal. Uh, markets usually run into a little bit of trouble in the first quarter of the year. And by the time we get into the third quarter of the year, we usually see our highs. I don't expect that to be any different in 2020. And that's what it was in 2019. What about market-ready cattle prices? What's going to happen there? Well, same thing there. Demand's been great for finished cattle um, in Western Canada. And uh, as we head into 2020, with demand still very, even very strong domestically. And then as well uh, for our export markets that, again, are pretty close to half of our demand for Canadian beef. Those should also equate to very similar pricing. Remember, from a seasonality perspective, usually we see our highs placed in that spring time frame. March, April, um, I would see that to be the case again this year. And then, of course, uh, markets, we do have lots of cattle on feed for the time we get into summer of 2020. So I expect we'll see a pretty seasonal transition as we go from spring to summer again in 2020. With a loss of, what, a quarter of the hog population in the world in China from African swine fever, you see that as a key reason for increased demand on the world marketplace for, uh, for animal protein like cattle? Certainly, uh, we're going to see, uh, or we are seeing as we have come through 2019 and into 2020, the impact of uh, African swine fever in China and other Asian countries playing a part in uh, pushing prices up. Of course, we've got back uh, access for Canadian beef and pork uh, late this year after being shut out for four months during the year. So that's going to also see our numbers improve as we go into China. Now, China directly for Canada, for Canadian beef, is still a smaller market compared to, say, the U.S. or Japan, but certainly a very solid market in behind that. Can you give me any uh, target numbers that you'd care to share with the uh, beef prices, cattle prices? Well, I think, you know, this year we saw for the entire year, of course, you tend to have ranges, of course, on either side of it. For the entire year, Alberta finished cattle averaged just over 150 live, and I don't see any reason to expect that number much different this year. 
things that we're going to need to have to watch. Again, like I said earlier, feed costs, the Canadian dollar. Of course, now today it's making up over 77 cents. There's lots of things happening in 2020 in terms of a U.S. election. We've still got a U.S.-China trade war going on. Uh, those things are all going to ultimately play into what Canadian prices will be. But at this point in time, uh, I'm going to suggest prices not much different than what we saw in 2019. But strengthening. But strengthening. With a solid, solid floor to it. And Wasco of East End is a cattle market analyst with Gateway Livestock. One estimate places the economic loss in China from swine fever at $141 billion. Canary seed prices are in the 30 cent a pound range, a level that's not been seen since March 2008. Canary seed can store for long periods of time and that makes it difficult to accurately assess stock levels. Production and acres were lower in 2019 and that's prompted some buying from Mexico and some smaller customers. Kevin Hirsch is the executive director of the Saskatchewan Canary Seed Development Commission. I think things maybe have gotten short enough that it took more than just a few cents to pry enough canary seed out for the markets. And since the price hasn't collapsed after hitting that 29, 30 cent plateau, it seems like we're in a little different paradigm. And of course, what the big question is, is how many acres will be seeded in 2020? What will our production be and what will prices be a year from now? It's a completely different situation compared to one year ago. A year ago at the annual meeting, the attendance was was not great, and uh, I I think that's a a bellwether that there wasn't a lot of interest in growing the crop, and uh, I believe that uh, on our meeting on on the 13th, uh, our annual general meeting, that there will be a a lot of interest because of the increase in canary seed prices and also because of the difficulties with ILTA going under creditor protection and, and canary seed producers not paid for deliveries. Hearst says a number of canary seed producers lost money when ILTA grain went into creditor protection this summer. Other crops covered under the Grain Commission's bonding program will receive compensation, but the exact totals are still being calculated. At the January 13th meeting in Saskatoon, farmers will vote on a resolution to formally request that canary seed be included as an official crop under the Canada Grain Act. Prior to the vote, there will be a presentation by Patty Miller, Chief Commissioner of the Canadian Grain Commission. This has come up uh, at the Commission level a few times in the past, and producers never really gave a clear direction that they wished for canary seed to be covered under the licensing and bonding provisions. And we're hoping that Patty can answer the question. If a formal request were to come from the Commission, would the Grain Commission work to get canary seed covered under the Canada Grain Act? What would that take and what would that mean from everything from grading to the licensing and bonding protection that other crops uh, enjoy? The Canary Seed Development Commission will hold its annual meeting Monday, January 13th at Saskatoon Prairieland Park. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola rose 70 cents at $440.88. Oats gained 10 cents at $206.20. Number one red spring wheat fell 668 at 225.83. The rest were unchanged. Durham 266.39. Feed barley 157.68. Flax 521.35. Lentils 419.50. Yellow peas 246.89. Feed wheat 
156.83. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, March wheat is down nine and a quarter cents at 5.49 and a quarter cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia or Schlamps Integritire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integritire dealers. The micro report for the Assiniboia Livestock Auction for the week of January 2nd, 2020. Happy New Year, everyone. There hasn't been any auction sales for 10 days or more, so there really is no market report as such. However, we do have an idea of what is going on. The feeder cattle futures on the Chicago Mercantile Exchange closed up the limit for year-end, which means higher feeder cattle prices due to low, record low replacements in feedlots across the United States. We are entering the roaring 20s and there's a lot of optimism for higher prices for cull cows, bulls and feeder cattle as everyone is becoming more aware of less cattle throughout North America. The first cattle sale of 2020 will be January 8th in Weyburn. This has been Roy Rutledge reporting. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 9,400 hogs Thursday, selling in range of 121 to 142 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,000 head, selling in a range of 118 to 141 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Saturday, January 4th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 131.16, Maple Leaf Sig 4, 142.91, Ham Scash, 140.91, Thunder Creek Brickle, 147.29, and High Life, $142.09 per CKG. Ham's Cash Hog price today is down, and four contract prices opened sharply lower this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar is down two basis points with the daily exchange at 1.2992. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.92 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are lower to finish the first marketing week of 2020 with all regions down. A seasonal tightening of supplies, however, is expected to provide the cash market with underlying support in the coming weeks and months. Lean hog futures are sharply lower at the open this morning. There's new service late yesterday that the U.S. successfully carried out a military operation that ultimately killed an Iranian general. While this event has arguably nothing to do with the U.S.-China trade deal or pork demand due to ASF, the market's reaction highlights the interconnectedness of global investing. While the initial market reaction is believed to be a temporary one, pressure can be maintained if the threat of a hot war starts to develop. In any event, today's activity underscores the unpredictability and volatility has been a feature of the Linog futures trade over the past year. The outlook today, partly cloudy with 30% chance of flurries today. Wind northwest 30 becoming light this afternoon. The high today minus 6. Wind becoming southeast 20 this evening. Temperature steady near minus 8. The wind chill near minus 17. Tomorrow increasing cloudiness. Wind southeast 20. The high plus 3. Wind chill minus 14 tomorrow morning. 60% chance of evening rain showers or flurries. Windy tomorrow night. The low minus 6. In Regina, cloudy and minus 5. That's 23 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. Make sure you have the right date marked. It's February 1, 2020. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, 50th Bull Sale, Lloydminster, Alberta.